this is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls Are Thin. Oh my God, I was about to say Mine Emporium. How many of y'all been working with me, or how many of y'all been listening to me since Mine Emporium, girl? Now is my blog. But welcome to These Walls Are Thin. I hope you guys are having a lovely day, and the start of the 12 Days of Christmas has started today. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. Are y'all having a lovely day? I know the internet is having a field day right now. You have not looked at my Instagram account and you have not what listen if you have not looked at my Instagram account and saw my story where I basically was busting out laughing at the heck fact that girl tell me why little fizz booty hole is everywhere. tell y'all something I can't I can't talk and like I said it just popped up on me too I wasn't looking up for anything I ain't gonna lie I am subscribed to Lil Fizz's OnlyFans channel but you have to pay for his content so I saw what he did have content on OnlyFans and it's worth $25 and I'm gonna tell you what it says on his OnlyFans because I follow his OnlyFans but I have not been paying for his content so Shout out to Fizzle Pop and OnlyFans, cause somebody had to get off his OnlyFans. So whoever whoever exposed that and posted that, they're gonna be in trouble. But so I saw the message. He posted. Okay, with his booty hole. I thought it was a girl, but that he was showing. It says the whole hole. <laughs> He said it's the whole hole. Now I thought it was a girl booty that he was tapping. Okay, keep in mind I have not. I'm not paying that twenty five dollars to see a booty hole. Okay, I don't want to see a booty hole. I'm not a butt type of person. I've always wanted a big butt. Now, 
now I'm sitting back and thinking, be careful what you wish for. You just might get, um, and it might not be the way you want it, you know? Everybody wants a small waist and a huge butt, and sometimes the butt comes with a good. So, anyway, I saw that, but this is how I came about it. It's uh, It popped up on the neighborhood talk. That's how I saw it. And apparently his picture his booty hole is on Twitter. So it says, it's this guy named Too Raw Too Real. He says, the internet has too much going on today. You got people backpedaling after spending two years defending Toy Lanes and defaming Meg the Stallion's character. And on top of all this, I saw Lil Fizz booty hole on my timeline. <laughs> Lil Fizz, this raising the sun booty hole. <laughs> then y'all know Monique has to come in and be like, oh, God. Well, this has to be messy. It, it put it on it. Because y'all know, baby daddies and baby mamas, they be doing the most with each other. Okay? That's just how baby daddies baby mamas work. So, she gonna always drag him when he do some goofy shit. So, she said, so look, I was at home, minding my business, working. I still am. I woke up and asked my hood niggas hottie. And now I'm about to go to sleep as a holy nigga's baby mama. <laughs> oh god, I get what it is. I feel like I'm stuck in the project version of Cinderella. Man, life comes at you fast. Stay dangerous, ladies. <laughs> I don't care. I'm gonna defend Lil Fizz, you know, he the asshole that broke up B2K. Mm-hmm. Anyway, because he wanted to get a good story on love and hip hop. So for a good story, you still be here messing with the homies, baby mom. Alright. So defend him because this is content it's the holiday season and um people gotta make money okay you may not agree with how people make money you may not agree with how people do things but at the end of the day people do what they have to do to make money okay y'all ain't gonna sit up here and pretend like there's no whole other side to this where gay guys have always had a thing for B2K because y'all always put out rumors that B2K was gay. Right? Now, we're not going to get into that because we found out from Mr. Uh, Thornton himself that there was some fucked up shit going on over there. Over there. Okay? But 
you can't just appeal to women to make money. You gotta also appeal to men. So if you're going to do porn, even as a woman, if I'm a woman, I'm doing porn, I have to understand that there's women out there that might like my content too. So to appeal to your audience, you would do something to get them to pay for your content, okay? So thanks to you guys on the internet, and thanks to the original person who said something, Fizz now has people coming to his OnlyFans to see his booty hole for $25. So as a businesswoman, I will say this is smart because you are gearing yourself and selling yourself to different audiences. That's how I see it. But on the other hand, I see it as, Lord have mercy. What the hell is going on? But when it comes to business, I see why he would have his whole booty hole plopped on OnlyFans, okay? So shout out to Lil Fizz for making the holiday coin. Shout out to Lil Fizz for making a holiday coin, okay? Shout out to Lil Fizz for that. Um, what else has been happening? I can't think of nothing else that has been happening. y'all preview of what I'm going to be talking about on my live because I'm going to do a live today after this. So another thing that popped up on my timeline was this person, this person that was doing um, DoorDash had a DoorDash at this Popeye's. talk to you guys about that and it's basically this door dasher she shows the restaurant and she explains to she said she even had to tell the person who wanted some food from that Popeye's 
hey, you know, this place is infested with roaches, honey. Yes, they said this Popeye's was infested with roaches. And she had to tell the uh, person who ordered the food what was going on. Honey, let me tell y'all this. We as a society, we have gotten lazy, okay? We have gotten lazy. For you to think that it's okay to serve people, and she showed it. I'm going to show it to you on my live when I do my live today later on. But I'm going to show it to you guys um, what she's showing. You see roaches all over the boxes of chicken they done made. Roaches all over the uh, straws. Ro- ro- roaches all over the utensils. All kinds of stuff going on. And I'm like, in the back of my head, the first thing I'm thinking to myself was like, who is running this Popeye's? And when she was filming it, you see nobody behind the counter. All you see is boxes of food. You don't see nobody behind the counter. All you see is boxes of food. That's all you see. We have gotten so lazy as a society. And yes, I believe in working smarter and not harder. But sometimes some of us are not blessed enough to be able to work smarter in the beginning. For a place like Popeye's, because everybody love Popeye's. I love Popeye's. For y'all to think that this is okay. It's not. Okay? But you can't get mad. If you have to do certain things to get to where you need to go. But, according to our good friend over there, the witch Kim K. Women in business, get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. this i'm gonna say this and i'll say this as long as i can i worked in fast food and i worked in fast food during the holidays and i fucking hate it okay i hate it all right i hate it oh it's bullshit okay of the day would you eat in that kitchen that you work at
Y'all need to be considerate. You understand all the sickness that you can cause by not cleaning up a restaurant. And I know some of you guys are used to the damn roaches being around in your house. Y'all used to that shit. Okay, and the reason I say I know this is because... I live in a house with... I, I moved in a house... Going on... Was it? Would it be three years now? Okay. If you will not if you don't want to eat in your kitchen, why would you sit up there and be serving people food in the kitchen that you're in? You may not own the business, you may not give a damn, you may not even like the damn job, but you could get somebody sick off that shit. Y'all are showing every day that y'all don't give a damn. Nobody wants to work these days. Nobody wants to work. And then, 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 then y'all want to complain when the robots replace you and say, well, we can't get jobs. We don't have jobs. Just like y'all complain about the Mexicans coming over here. They're taking all our jobs, but you won't do the job. You don't want to do the job. Just be fucking honest, you lazy prick. So, yeah. people who like to steal we still on the royal we still on the queen we talking about queens honey we gonna get in the, we gonna get in the king soon but we talking about queens this week uh queens and what they know for and i told you i was like you know i might as well go ahead and do a queen thread because i've been sitting up here watching movies about princesses and queens and told y'all about marie antoinette cleopatra um But today, right now, we we working with Queen Elizabeth bloodline. We talked about her great her grandmother, her great grandmother. Today, we're gonna talk about her grandmother, who is rumored to be stealing stuff. Mm-hmm. We we talking about Queen Mary of Tech, okay? But before we get into that, 
because I told y'all I was doing research on crowns and then I found a little story about Queen Mary of Tech stealing stuff. Um, before we get into that, here's a word from our sponsors. I want to talk a little bit about imperialism. Um, because I was looking at this, um, people who are pro-royal family, which is, to me, you're pretty obviously pro-your oppression. Um, and I don't have a problem with the royal family. I don't have a problem with the bloodlines of royals being acknowledged. I have a problem with somebody has to pay a billion dollars in taxes for somebody's fucking funeral. That's why I have an issue at. When they came out and said they had to pay a billion dollars for Queen Elizabeth's ass to die, I was like, y'all need to revive that hoe. <laughs> We ain't got time for you to be sitting up here. Okay. With your dying ass. No. You bring your ass back alive, Miss Mountbatten Windsor. Okay. Girl. But I noticed somebody criticized that Meghan Markle and Harry was showing a clip. They were just showing, you know, the foundation of Prince Harry and they were showing the foundation of Meghan Markle. And while showing the foundation, they showed a clip of Queen Elizabeth devoting her whole life to what she did, which that's why she got respect right there because she did devote her life to this, okay? But, oh, now that I think about it, they are ahead of a church. Okay, so the royal family's purpose is because they're ahead of a church. So, but, um, they said that they didn't play the whole clip where it was a part where she talked about her being, calling her family imperial family. Okay. And they was like, why, why, why Prince Harry and Meghan are pushing the narrative of colonialism? And imperialism. Let me let me show out real quick. Let me go the hell off. Okay. Let my hood, let my hood bitch come out real quick. You cannot deny, okay, that these people are responsible for slavery and imperialism. For you to get mad and feel like that they're piggybacking off the narrative that these slave drivers. Are what they are. It's beyond me. Okay. And the imperialism started. With. Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria was. Uh, was the start of imperialism. Okay. You gotta understand. These bitches who are so called great queens. Are behind uh, the world's worst. Atrocities. Okay. The only reason. Queen Elizabeth I is so great is because she's behind slavery. Alright? Then Queen Victoria, she's so great because she's behind imperialism. Okay? And Queen Alexandra and Queen Mary continue the fuckery of it all. Because they're both empresses of India. So don't ever get it twisted. Don't get mad at the facts. Get mad at why it's okay for someone to call themselves the Empress of India and you're not even Indian.
So y'all sit up here talking about stuff. They want to push the narrative of colonialism. Okay, but that's how she got the crown because her grandma was the last empress of India. Her own grandmother, Miss Mountbatten Windsor, even though Miss Mountbatten Windsor was not the empress of India, but she brought up the imperial family, which is now the Commonwealth. It does not make any sense for people to sit up here and to get mad at the fact that Harry and Meghan stopped at the imperial family part and then play the whole speech. Understand that Queen Elizabeth's grandmother was the Empress of India. Don't get it twisted. Okay, her and Queen Alexandra of Denmark, which granted she had a hard time. Okay. But Queen Alexandra over here giving hope for everybody, okay? Shout out to Queen Alexandria. I, I I mean, I read up more on her, and I she's the one I have respect for. She can't help what she inherited, okay? Yes, she inherited the imperial bullshit, but at the end of the day, they gave her a hard time, and she had a hard time. She had a hard time giving birth to them cheering. She had a hard time. Uh, she just had a hard time. But for people to sit up there and to pretend like Queen Elizabeth did not inherit something that was part of imperialism and the reason behind slavery is bullshit. You can't get mad at that, okay? Yes, it's fucked up that people decide to bring it up when the woman died. Y'all should have did something 50 years ago before, okay? Y'all had all these years while this woman was queen for 70 years. She was queen for 70 years and y'all ain't say nothing until she died. Y'all the punk-ass bitches. Okay? You should have said something 50 years ago. Say, look, you need, you know, <laughs> we need an apology for slavery and imperialism. Okay? So today, we're going to talk about that little privilege. Okay? So where on the street is, okay, Miss Malbat and Winslow. Okay? Also, Queen Mary is the one that introduced the Mountbatten Windsor. They were still Sex Coburg Gothas. Were they? No. They were still they were Sex Coburg Gothas. And then they changed, I think, during World War One. So that was when Queen Alexandra was still queen. So Word on the street is Miss Mary a tick. Mm Okay, they said Shadi was over here stealing folks' jewelry. You know, she over here, oh, can I hold that for a minute? Kind of, kind of woman. So sit back and relax and get you.
Give me a second. Hold on. I was texting someone. Or my mother. Um, so I want you guys to sit back and relax and get you some drinks and snacks. We're going to talk about Mary Ted being a, a swiper, swiping. Yes, honey. All right. Swiper, no swiping. Which probably half of us from India anyway. <laughs> you know, India had its own royal family too, y'all. So did Egypt. So did Morocco. And then all of a sudden they start having blonde hair and blue eyes. I wonder what kind of mutation is that? All right, I have two articles. I'm going to go with the honey.9.com.au. So that means it's from Australia. And then we're going to go to Vanity Fair. Okay, real quick. And another thing, y'all sit up here and y'all get mad and y'all back the royal family. And it's the same American asses that stood there. And it's so for the Revolutionary War of us being free. Please help me understand that shit. Okay. It says, how Queen Mary reputation as a royal kleptomaniac began. <laughs> hmm. It was a question raised in Downton Abbey. The movie was Queen Mary a tech who loved collecting various objects, a kleptomaniac. Oh, see, and now I got to watch uh, Downtown Abbey uh, movie, girl. I started watching Downtown Abbey. I didn't know some people uh, who's part of the royal family died in the Titanic. Oh, Lord. That would be bad at Titanic. Oh, here we go again. We always, we're circling. My, I just realized that. I'm circling a lot. Um, I didn't realize I was circling a lot. Because um, it's like, I started talking about the Titanic, but I did not know the, uh, this, this show started talking about that some people who were part of the royal family died during in the Titanic. Okay, let's continue, okay? Or was she just prone to very occasionally thievery from the grand houses and castles she frequently visited? Queen Mary was an avid collector of precious jewels and trinkets. And y'all have seen some of them on Meghan Markle. And, you know, the, no, I'm going to give her, the, I'm going to talk about the formal title, the Duchess of Sussex and the Princess of Wales. Both of them, Kate Middleton and Princess Diana, both of them. Queen Mary, okay, we just said, Downtown Abbey, the movie showed that Crowley family being honored with a 1927 visit from King George V and Queen Mary. In the film, the staff noticed the disappearance of a few small items from the house. <laughs> oh, Lord. She's opposite of her predecessor. That's the one thing I didn't bring up was the fact that uh, Queen Alexandra was very uh, charitable. Including the paper knife from the library and a miniature cupid from the drawing room mantelpiece. The royal's overnight stayed in the Crowley's mansion was fictitious, but the storyline referred to a controversy. Queen Mary, who was married to King George the Fourth, I mean the Fifth, managed to gain herself a rather unflattering reputation. It all began when she was accused of helping herself to the occasional item that she fancied when she visited the homes of British aristocrats. According to the historian Carolyn Harris, there are stories about Queen Mary visiting home of the British well-to-do, admiring family treasures, and letting the host know she would be pleased to receive the item as a gift. You don't deny the queen. That's all I have to say about that. 
She was also said to have occasional offers to purchase whatever she had her eye on. So perhaps there is some truth to the story. Carolyn writes, stories of these conversations spread among the elite leads to certain aristocratic families hiding their most prized possession from youths during a royal visit to avoid pressure to give or sell them to the items to the queen, honey. The queen's habit of acquiring expensive and unusual goodies from certain homes apparently led to some aristocrat families hiding some of their favorite treasures to avoid the queen putting pressure on them to hand them over. Swiper should not be shy swiping. But was she really a kleptomaniac? The certainty wasn't even any evidence that suggests that she had the unusual disorder in her youth. Okay. So this was one of the things she started at old age. Okay. Queen Mary was originally known as Mary of Tech before she married King George V. She then became the mother of Edward VII and George VI and the grandmother of Queen Elizabeth, the currently current queen. Well, she's not the current queen. This was written a year ago. So she was the queen then, but she done going on the glory. Born in 1867, Mary grew up in an upper-class family in London. Her full name was rather impressive. Victoria, Mary, Augusta, Louise, Olga, Pauline, Claudine, Agnes. Agnes, sorry. I don't know where the Agnes came from. Mary was the eldest of four children and was known as the peacemaker to her three male siblings. At the age of 24, she was engaged to Prince Albert in a love match helped along by Queen of Victoria. Now, Queen Victoria liked Mary of Tech, so who was said to be very fond of Mary? I told y'all. But sadly, the love match ended in disaster when Albert died just weeks before the dreading falling victim to influenza pandemic of 1891 and 92. This would be uh, Queen Alexandria's son. Okay, so we talked about that. Um. It was while she was mourning her fiancé that Mary became close to his brother, Prince George, Duke of York, the future king, George V. These are all Queen Alexandra's children, okay? All right. A year after his brother's death, George proposed and the couple married in July 1883. The marriage was said to be very happy and the couple had six children together. Mary was known as a loving mother who played a big part in teaching her children historic history and music. At the outbreak of World War I in, Queen, in 1914, Queen Mary was involved by setting up food rationings at the palace and the couple would regularly visit wounded servicemen. Following the war, the king faced the great change in Great Britain and Mary was said to be a trusted advisor, staying very calm. Okay, so she was a queen during World War I. So that means that his father had passed before World War I and Queen Alexandra was queen mother. Okay, let me, I had to get that right. Following the war, the king faced great, wait a minute. What was I? I lost my place. Following the war, the king faced great change in Great Britain and Mary was said to be a trusted advisor, staying very calm during the public appearance when the king addressed major unrest all over social conditions. There was also unrest over Indian nationalism and Irish independence. Girl, see, I told y'all.
But eventually the king became very ill, suffering from a long condition, which meant the couple spent much of their time at the palace when Mary cared for George. Their celebration, their silver jubilee in 1935, with George using his speech to praise the dedication and strength to his wife. The king died on January 20th, 1936, and his eldest son, Edward, ascended the throne, only to advocate a year later to marry his American girlfriend, Wallace Simpson. Uh-huh. I got to do a podcast on Miss Wallace Simpson. I got to talk about Miss Wallace Simpson. Girl, she the baddies. I admire Miss Simpson. Y'all be talking shit. You can get a king to advocate the throne for your ass. That's oh, you bad. <clears throat> Queen was said to be mortified at Edward's decision to put love before duty. Although she eventually accepted his wishes, she then turned her full attention to her second son, Albert, who ascended the throne as George the Sixth. Had to get my Roman numerals right. Um, that's Queen Elizabeth's father. Throughout his reign, Mary was very devoted to his children, Elizabeth and Margaret, playing a huge role in their upbringing. During World War II, Mary repeated the role she played in World War I by visiting factories and troops, and she also led campaigns for salvaging scrap metal to use in the war effort. According to the Arthur of Royal Babylon, Carl Shaw, the queen, had a habit of inviting her to dine the queen had a habit of inviting herself to dine at the homes of aristocrats. And once she was in the drawing room, she gazed around the room. Then when she spotted an object that she wanted, such as a miniature portrait of one of her ancestors or Cartier snuffbox, she'll let her host know that she'll like to receive the object as a gift. Okay, so let's 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 look at this. Let's 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 look at this. Because it kind of implying that she's stealing back something that was stolen from her bloodline. Now you know how black folks feel. So apparently she would look around a room in other aristocrats' home and be like, okay, you know what? I think that's my great auntie Sarah's ending on diamonds. Give it back. So this will put the owner in a very awkward position. But if she feels like it's a if it's a portrait of her ancestors, I want it back. Why you got pictures of people that you don't know in your wall? Granted, I had a self-portrait of me and Mario back in the day done for my 13th birthday. Hey, Mars. Let me continue. She was also known to have offered to pay for the occasional object, too. At an extremely low price. <laughs> well, if it's a picture of her ancestors, she don't have to pay for it. As the legends go, the king eventually asked one of Mary's lady and waiting to accompany her to check she didn't keep taking things that didn't belong to her. As the queen's reputation for being a kleptomaniac grew, so did they need for owners of grand homes to put away anything they valued just in case the queen snatched it. Swiper, no swiping. But by definition, a kleptomaniac usually steals things that have absolutely no use or need for, as opposed to others who might only steal items of value or things they might actually desire. Mary was also known for her love of miniature and figurines. I wonder if any of them were blackamores. But it's not likely that her behavior was exactly the same as a kleptomaniac true kleptomaniac would struggle to stop themselves from stealing items that had little or no value. Queen Mary was only keen on jewels, antique, miniatures, always known to add to her impressive collection. 
She loved the work of Peter Carl Fabergé and purchased three of the famous Fabergé eggs. Okay, now I know who was behind the Fabergé eggs. In the aftermath of the 1917 Russian Revolution. Hmm. Mary's Dollhouse, the Queen Mary Dollhouse, designed by architect Sir Edward Lutyens, is said to be the most beautiful in the world and is part of the Royal Collection Trust. The Queen's biographer, James Pope Hennessy, mm, nice last name, writes the po this potent interest in family history, which became a guiding factor in later years when, as Queen Mary, she was constantly adding to the royal collection picture and objects of family interest bought out of her own private purse, was first embedded from her mother, who never forgot she was a granddaughter of King George III. So while it seemed that Queen loved to add her impressive collection, she also had a tendency to quietly take things she liked she doesn't appear to be a textbook klepto after all. So I don't have to do the second article, I guess. This is a very interesting take on it. Because also, the Fabergé eggs, like why would she have to purchase the Fabergé eggs? Weren't they all related? The all of them were like in nineteen by the nineteen hundred, all of the people who ruled Europe were Queen Victoria's grandchildren, and Queen Mary was one of them. Guess we have to find out, right? With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I guess she was still in back was was rightfully hers technically if she saw a portrait of her family and and like I said I don't know why you about a strange portrait of somebody that's not you're not related to that's weird why would you do that but you know whatever this is not my life this is not my story it is what it is with that being said uh I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast tomorrow we're going to be talking about you know what I'm going to talk about Marie Antoinette first I, I put Cleopatra down for tomorrow, but I really want to talk about Marie Antoinette. I genuinely want to talk about Marie Antoinette. So tomorrow we're going to talk about Marie Antoinette. We're going to end this week off with Cleopatra. And next week, uh, I'm going to do some pop-ins. I ain't going to really have a schedule, but it's a week before Christmas, so I'm allowed to break, right? Right. Okay. And then, of course, I do my year review in the end. Okay. Um, with that being said, this is Lativity Mom. This is These Walls of Thing. What you do in the dark will come to light. Was she really stealing something that was actually a portrait of her family? Is that really stealing? Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so, so, so outie. <laughs>